0: Employee theft, almost every organization has it, although most don't want to own up to it. Employees stealing through their expense reports is commonplace. Weak controls, and in specific, one particular control, allow this to happen at over half the companies out there and organizations as well. Not-for-profits are not exempt. Okay, say that fast five times. It happens there as well. I'm going to give you five specific ways employees do this and then show you how you can make sure that these games don't happen in your shop. Hey, guys, I'm Mary Schaefer from Now, the place where we curate the latest business intelligence for those who work in, manage, or have responsibility for the accounts able function. Before we go through these five examples, I want to share with you a comment made by a controller after attending a webinar I did on expense reporting issues, specifically to comply with IRS regulations and to prevent fraud. He said, I came for the IRS regulations, but after listening to her talk about fraud, I've got a long list of changes to make in how our organization handles expense reporting. The practice that leads to all the trouble that I'm about to discuss is allowing your employees to use their own credit cards when the company has a credit card of its own. Does your organization allow that? You can let us know in the comments below. Now, I know before I get started, a lot of you are going to argue, oh, but it's nice to let our employees get points or, you know, our employees prefer this. And there are many other reasons why companies do this. That's great, but it allows some of the game plan that I'm about to discuss to go on. So here are five things that can go wrong. And the first one is refunds. Now, This might be an oversight, or it might be the employee trying to defraud the organization. It kind of doesn't matter. At the end of the day, the company is still out the money. So what am I talking about with refunds? Okay, your employee charges something on the credit card, or as we saw at the beginning of COVID, they'd signed up for a conference, and they paid for it, or an air flight, and then for whatever reason, the event or the item is canceled. And so in the case of a conference, the money is refunded back to the credit card that made the original purchase. And if they bought something, let's say on Amazon, maybe a book or who knows, whatever, the money goes back again to the card that paid for the original purchase. Now, if it was the company card, no big deal. The money comes right back to you, beginning and end of story. However... If it was on the employee's credit card, they now have to in turn turn around and give this money back to the company. Again, no big deal, except you know what? Some of them forget, okay? And then the money never comes back to the company. There is the additional issue of if the time between the purchase and the refund, the employee is terminated for whatever reason and the money goes back to an employee who's now terminated, their motivation, if you will, or returning this money to the organization is even less. So insisting on the corporate card, if the charge had gone through on the corporate card, this would not even be an issue. We wouldn't even be talking about it. The next item I wanna talk about, I'm willing to bet most of you have never thought of. And the situation is this, okay? I always fly out of the Philadelphia airport. And let's say I've got a trip to San Francisco. I get on Expedia and you know, there are 45 different flights. 45 different prices, but let's say the flights range from $500 to $1,500, which probably is not that far off as to what we get now, or maybe it's a little on the cheap side. Anyway, whatever, $500 to $1,500. The $500 flight is the one that has two stopovers. The $1,500 flight is the refundable flight. I buy both tickets. I buy them on different credit cards, which you kind of have to do. And I get two receipts. As soon as I have the receipts, I refund the expensive ticket and I get the money back on my credit card. But I've got that all important, all valuable receipt. Then I take my trip to San Francisco. I go on that cheapy $500 flight. But when I turn my expense report in. I include the receipt for the $1,500 flight and I make a cool thousand dollars with not much risk. It's really hard for a company to find that. Again, if the charge had gone through on a company card, there'd be no way for this little game, if you will, to go forward. Okay. Example number three, I call this the tip game. And this is, in my estimation, pardon me for editorializing here, but I think disgusting because the person who does this is taking advantage of somebody who is relying for their income on tips. So I go out to a restaurant, we go out for a meal, and let's say the bill is $100 because I like to do even numbers, and I leave a 15% tip. So I leave a $15 tip on this $100, okay? Not very generous of me but it is what it is. I get the second receipt back. And when I use that second receipt to turn it in on my expense report, instead of putting $15 in, I put $20 in. I tell the company that the meal was $120 and I make a big $5. Yeah, it's kind of a chintzy thing to do, but it is what it is. Okay. So those are the first three. Now, before I get to the last two, which revolve around receipts in ways you might never have imagined. If you like this episode, please give us a thumbs up. And if you love it, please subscribe. We produce new content for the channel three times a week. Tuesdays and Thursdays are devoted to payment and accounts payable issues. And Saturdays are reserved for a Wordle. And by the way, your likes and comments signal to YouTube to share this video with more people. So we thank you from the bottom of our hearts if you take a moment to hit the like button or add a comment. And Personally, I read all the comments and I like to hear what you have to say. So it's good information for me. Okay, issue number four. An employee gets a receipt and they alter it so that it looks like it's for more money and then they turn it in on their expense report. Obviously, if it was a company card, there'd be no opportunity, if you will, to do this. Okay, and potential problem number five goes like this. I go out to a meal, I get my receipt And it's, you know, that little crummy paper, and I put it in my purse, and then it gets all wrinkled. I don't want to do all that. Plus, I might lose it. So I take a picture of it with my smartphone, and I email it to myself. No problem with that. And I have a nice clean receipt to attach to my expense report when I do it. And unfortunately, Let's just pretend I'm honest and I'm not good at keeping track of things. And so I attach it to, let's say my May expense report and my July expense report, because I forgot I had attached it. And so I get reimbursed twice. Or I'm less than honorable and I go ahead and knowingly attach the same expense twice. So you can have this multiple submission of the same receipt. Again, if you have a company credit card and you insist on its usage, the problem goes away. So I think it's pretty obvious that all these headaches could be eliminated by simply requiring that the employee use the company card for business travel. It's a best practice. Do you agree after listening to me give you all these examples? Let us know in the comments below. And don't forget, there's that added benefit now of if everybody uses the company credit card, you're not creating extra work for your staff who's responsible for monitoring expense reports and processing reimbursements. Unfortunately, this is just the tip of the iceberg when it comes to employees playing games with their expense reports. We recently did a short talk on questionable expense reporting habits. You can watch it right now using a link that will appear momentarily on YouTube, and it's in the show notes below. As always, we greatly appreciate your thumbs up, your subscribes, your shares, and your comments.